sometimes it feels like I'm in a continual search for the perfect system. Now, I also recognize that there's no such thing as the perfect system of all time. And when I'm talking about a system here, it's a system of, I guess, getting things done in the more generic sense, not the GTD philosophy, although that's one of the systems I've looked at. And I do kind of wonder how people do it on a daily basis. Now, admittedly, I ran out of gas today. <laughs> it took a long day doing a lot of physical work. Well, it, doesn't, it wasn't even really a long day, I suppose. It was long enough. Doing a lot of physical work, and I simply hit a wall. <laughs> I had no more energy left whatsoever. And I couldn't really do anything mentally at that point. I just kind of felt exhausted. And then I had to go get groceries. <laughs> so it was also, you know, reaching into those last reserves. But I, I I was watching a few videos today on how people are organizing themselves. A lot of this comes from sort of the peripheral vision of bullet journaling, although one of the videos was on how they moved away from bullet journaling to using pre-made planners, which I find odd. But I also understood there was a sense of, of – how much effort am I putting into making my own things when really what I want is likely not to change? And I just need a little bit of additional stuff. In my case, I'm still experimenting with how how the structure should go, what I need to record, what I don't need to record. Um, I'm getting a lot better with rapid logging, which is a fundamental part of bullet journaling, but I didn't really understand it. Um, or at least I, I, I kind of thought of it as subsumed within my normal practice. In other words, when I have a meeting, for example, I will open up the journal and I will make a dated entry and just fill out what's happening in the meeting. If I'm thinking or planning on something, I will open up a journal and put a dated entry and start writing down the ideas. But the the best part is something that I discovered a little while ago, and I think I've mentioned it before where what I'm actually writing down in addition to those things and in addition to sort of in, uh, uh, information is I'm also writing down all of the potential mental interruptions I might have. All of those little weird ideas that previously I had two responses to. One, act on them immediately. So immediately get distracted, usually opening up a couple of web pages or a document perhaps, and then leaving it open. So I'm one of those people who has a million tabs open because that's my working memory. That's my way of capturing those things. But unfortunately, they grow so large in size and get neglected for so long that it fails as a working memory. Inevitably, I run out of memory in my computer, my physical memory of the computer, and I have to start closing down tabs before they've actually been completed for whatever it was I was looking at um, reached a conclusion. Because inevitably, while I was looking at that thing, I reached a wall or some other idea came in and disrupted that. 
Which is not to say that I'm I'm um, entirely flighty, but a lot of these ideas are interesting. May even relate to the thing I'm doing, and it kind of becomes a subtask of that thing, or may present themselves as urgent or solutions to other urgent or pressing or more likely ongoing tasks. Um, but the other the other approach, which failed even worse, which was my original approach, was to ignore the idea entirely. Under the theory that I thought it up once in circumstances which were probably not entirely unusual, so it's in my brain somewhere, so I'll think it again. All I need to have is roughly the same approximate circumstances which generated the first time, which, on one sense, is the scientific approach, the scientific method, um, or at least a, it's kind of the inverse in some ways. Scientific method is to examine a phenomena by recreating the circumstances and trying to understand how those circumstances lead to that phenomena. In this case, it's knowing what the phenomena is and hoping that I will recreate those circumstances and thus reach the same conclusion. Again, if it's rattling around in my brain, it's probably in the realm of of current thinking. And so it's it's reasonable in some ways to think of of something and say, I'll probably remember that later, so I don't have to focus on it now. But of course, there's a couple of problems with that. One, if I'm not remembering it, then I'll never know if I return back to that idea. And oftentimes what happens in those cases is I have a vague recollection that I had an idea, but the details are completely gone. Uh, the other is that I've already forgotten the other. <laughs> See, I've already forgotten the other. Um, I'm also tired. It's the end of the day. But um, if I back up, maybe I can <laughs> – here I will live demonstrate the approach of backing up to recreate the circumstances to try to generate the ideas again. So we were <laughs> – I was talking about uh, the approach to, to the ideas. Right. So – I never know if I've actually reproduced those ideas. And more than likely, there will be some details missing the second time around because some other seemingly insignificant element contributed to that, that moment. It could have been the way the light came through the window or a particular coincidence of a words that I happened to see and my brain focused on as I scanned over multiple pages of text, possibly in different documents. So neither of those approaches work, ignoring it or immediately giving into it. And so the new approach now is to jot it down. This is very, very difficult because you want to provide enough detail essentially to capture the circumstance and capture the, the consequence of the thought um, so that you can recreate enough of it later. But you don't want to indulge in it too much to turn it into the instantly paying attention to it, and now you've forgotten whatever you were doing. 
It's curious how this problem arises, and yet I don't feel like either most people have this problem or they have a solution, which I am not aware of, or, um, you know, maybe their memory is better. I don't know. It's very strange. I feel sometimes like an alien. And then I'm reminded that the concept of alien is far outside of my understanding in, in a way, almost by definition, although I believe that imagination can conjure up things which cannot exist in your normal reality. So I never discount the, the, the power of the mind to conjure universes that don't exist and thus create the consequences being uh, sentient life. I was just thinking about that a little while ago, actually, the, the notion that we presume oftentimes that sentient life will be coherent to us. But it might be coherent in the same way a strong breeze indicates that there's air. But we don't understand what else that might be indicating. So, yeah, the, 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 the thoughts continue about how to how to externalize my brain. And the, the process of writing, the process of journaling, is something that I really feel like I should return to. These nightly missives serve some, some element of that, but they are missing the other notion that I just mentioned of capturing an idea when it happens. I'm trying to capture ideas and recreate thoughts I might have had earlier in the day, right now. But journaling is about processing what's already happening, not recreating it. Well, that's not fair either. Some of it would be recall. Some of it would be re-examining. Re building that habit, that's hard. I've been wandering out loud. I am Mark the Encaffeinated One. I built a habit, which I've done for 627 days in a row, technically 628, because I skipped one day. Um, so maybe I should stop complaining about building this habit and just do it. Uh, who knows? I'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>